Hello, everyone. Welcome to A Turn of Events, where we help put a positive spin on the future of your business. I'm Annette Nave, the CEO and Creative Director of Nave Productions. We are a strategic event production company based in New York City. We specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit weddings, pretty much everything. We are doing live events now. It's back. We're excited. If you still want to do virtual, we can help you with that as well. So we do live, virtual, hybrid. Contact us. Happy to talk to you about it. I do have a Facebook group, which is for event and wedding planners. If you are looking to network, build your business, I'm offering free training, 30 years in the industry. So I'm giving you lots of great content and to help you build your business and network and uh, really do some great things in your business. So join us over at the Event Planners Society Facebook group, and I'd love to see you there. I do offer some free workshops, so you don't want to miss out on those, okay? So my next guest I'm really excited about, he is a powerhouse, Damien Norden. We're going to talk about the four universal laws for entrepreneurs. He is a business coach, mindset coach, and mentor to superheroes. He works with dhammapreneurs. These are entrepreneurs who business, whose businesses are unique expressions of their higher purpose to help them align with the superhero success laws for greater impact and probability. He coaches people to transform their money story to achieve six-figure incomes and live the most authentic and embodied life possible. I'm really excited that you're joining us. Hi, Damien. What's up? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. So happy you're here because I love to talk about money and how to do better in your business and get more money. That's one of my favorite topics. Yeah. Yeah. I was just rocking out yeah. to uh, so, rocking out to the music earlier. My song, right? I know every time I start that, everybody's like in the background going, and I love it. I think it's funny. I always think I'm going to change it, but it, it's fun and exciting and gets us going. Okay. So first of all, why don't you tell everybody how you got into this, a little bit about your background so we can learn more about you. Oh my gosh. That is such a long story. I will give the cliff note version. So I would, for 22 years, I was with an organization called the school of metaphysics where I learned these laws that I'm going to be sharing with you. I taught them to people. I learned meditation. I was practicing meditation and just a ton of amazing stuff. Everything from the very esoteric stuff, right? Like lucid dreaming all the way to the very practical stuff, like being able to focus your attention longer and, and, set and achieve goals, be able to actually accomplish things in your life that you want to accomplish. So that was my, like the bulk of my background comes from that. And then when I left that organization some years ago, I started hiring business coaches. I started immersing myself more in that. And I had really done some of my own self-study as far as money goes and prosperity and wealth. And we taught some of that at the School of Metaphysics. So really, it's been this kind of wild, you hear all these people tell their story of being like, oh, I was in corporate for 30 years. And then I went off and did all this other crazy stuff. I went from being very esoteric and very much this very unique sort of situation to moving into entrepreneurship and business and all this sort of thing, which has been really fun for me to marry those principles together. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in corporate for many years and then I went in, started my own thing. And it was just because I was bored. The economy crashed and I thought, all right, I got to do something. And I started a, an event business. So there you go. I didn't really think about doing it. And here I am 12 years later. So it's very exciting and lots of things have happened in those 12 years. Great information. So why don't you tell us what is, what are universal laws? It's really laws that affect everyone. And these are like... Things in nature, things in, in, in consciousness and creation, people know about like the laws of physics, right? There's certain laws of physics like gravity and how things work. That's how we can fly airplanes and send people to the moon because we understand those physical laws. Well, the, the metaphysical or universal law are very similar except that they apply to how we live our life. They apply to how we manifest things in our world. And, and everybody or most everybody has heard of the law of attraction, which we'll talk about today. And I'll give you sort of my version of that because I've taken what people have taught about that to another level. But yeah, these universal laws, they apply to everybody and there's different ways that they're described. You can find them in pretty much every book on success 
what, whether they know it or not, they're talking about some version of one or more of the laws. The holy books of the world talk about the universal laws, even though they don't use those words. Every great teacher and every person who's had any kind of success in any field lives these laws. Most people just don't know what they are or what they're called. So what's, what are some universal laws that can help someone with their business? Yes. Okay. So particularly, there's a few I, I selected because I actually teach 13 universal laws, but we're going to talk about a few of them today. So just a few simple ones that we mentioned the law of attraction. That's one that we definitely want to touch on. The law of clear perspective is another one that's super important that we want to look at. That's usually one of the first ones I work with people on. And then the law of relativity is a huge one. And then the law of believing and knowing is also, I would say, super key for people as entrepreneurs. And we can dive into any of those that you'd want to look at. You pick what, which is like, what would you say is like the most important one? I think they all are probably really important, but what would you pick? The, I would say, gosh, all four of those super important. Law of clear perspective is so important because it really dictates that you have to get clear about your values, about what you desire, about what's important to you, for anything to happen in your life the way you want it to happen. Now, it's okay if you're not clear for a while, but you always want to have that frame of mind that you're going to get clear, right? That clarity is going to come to you. You're going to do something to bring it to you. You're going to learn how to meditate or meet somebody or get a business coach or do something to start to figure out really what's important to you, right? So that's actually the first one. That's why I teach that one as the first one because if you've ever been unclear in life which I have five years ago I was very unclear I was depressed and it's oh my gosh things were just a downward spiral so to speak yeah um, and then I would say the the next one is law of attraction because everybody I think everybody whether they know it or not and most people know it Everybody wants something better for their life and entrepreneurs want their businesses to grow. And usually it's not just, usually it's a combination of wanting to express why they came here, what is they're giving through their business, like your business, you're helping, you're helping people to actually become either, whether putting on events or helping event planners or, or whatever else that you've got with that. But then everybody wants to also be successful, wants to have more money, wants to be able to have more of the lifestyle they want. So with the law of attraction, there's three factors to the law of attraction. They're super, it's really simple. It's so simple. I think most people like overlook how simple it is. And the first factor is really like our state of being, right? How do we feel? Because if you're, when you're angry, when you're upset, when you're scared, when you're fearful, when you're worrying, you're pushing away the things that life and the universe wants to bring you, right? And when you're happy, when you're joyful, and sometimes this can be really subtle too, like when, like subtly, the, the more you're focusing on gratitude and things that make you feel good, the love of the people in your life, you tend to draw more good to you. And that, this is all generalized, right? The better you feel and the better you allow yourself to feel, and that can be mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, the better you feel in every way, you attract things to you much easier. It's like everything just gets easier and easier. The, then the second factor to the law of attraction is our the content of our consciousness it's our thoughts right what are we actually thinking about because you know, you probably everybody's probably noticed this if you're really paying attention when you're thinking about the things that you don't want when you're thinking about problems too much when you're thinking about how like the argument you had with somebody you tend to manifest more of those things when you're focused on your desires when you're focused on the outcomes you want when you're focused on the purpose for why you want something it's so much easier to attract it to you. Like we literally start to create it in our minds. And so those two factors are the first important things is that state of being, that content. And then there's a third factor. And this factor often gets overlooked by even like some of the really good teachers of the law of attraction. And that third factor is this individual factor. It's your inner being factor. It's like a karmic or ancestral factor as well as like your dharmic nature. And so this 
has to do with things you need to learn, areas you need to grow in, challenges you may have come into this lifetime, like really wanting to understand. And then also the fact that there are beneficial people that are just slated to come into our lives. So understanding these individual factors can be a huge proponent when once you understand our thoughts are real and that also our emotions and our, our energy is so much of what draws things to us. So those are a couple of the universal laws. We can go into more of them, but I don't know if you wanted to comment on that or ask other questions. Or... Yeah, I, just, um, I have so many thoughts because on it. I, um, if I say them a certain way, like, it's making me crazy here. I look like I'm shining away here. <laughs> I don't like that. So you had mentioned about clear perspective. So I know that a lot of people that are in my, I have a Facebook group, obviously, that I mentioned with a lot of wedding and event planners who are starting, looking to start their own business. And I know that it's hard to have that clear perspective when you're starting to starting a business. There's a lot of doubts there. And I think along the way, I know with me, the same thing is I, what I got a coach and you mentioned getting someone to coach you and mentor you and that helps clear that out. So that was a huge shift for me when I started my business because I had no idea how to price myself. I had no idea how to talk to the clients. What forms do I use? Like, What's the system that I'm supposed to have? I know how to plan events because I had done it for 20 so years at that point, but I didn't like know a, how to pull the business words. together. And like a running a business is a whole nother event in itself. Just so my perspective along the way has definitely changed. So I think that my values are still the same, but my perspective is changing and my ideas of how I want to run the business or like my coaching program has been added in. I've been doing that now for seven years. And so that was something. I, I, didn't really, I didn't think I was going to do um, that early on, but someone came and asked, can you help me out? So I love to teach and I love to help people. So if I could do it for free, I definitely would. We have to give our, show our values. So we, I always teach that too, is make sure that you're showing your values. So I just yeah, think as far really, as my point and, is like your perspective was, can change along the way. Is that true? So and that's how you look at it. And I love the whole so thing about, let's talk about I'm very big on don't put that negative energy out do there. Don't say okay. something so negative. Oh, I'm never going to get a client. I'm never going to get that job. I'm never going to get, because you put that energy out. I'm a true believer. That's what's going to happen to me. So I always try to have that those thoughts so about I'm going to get that client and I'm going to okay. get even bigger clients and I'm going to get so like, so all of that stuff I just don't like, like to put way, I, would I feel like if like I put out the universe movie, I have a, almost like a right? superstition you're about it and you're watching a movie screen that's kind of how I feel about scenes, it so, right? so yeah maybe you mentioned something you mentioned like can can our can things change can our values change can our and that's actually another law that I teach called the law of evolution which is really necessitates that we have to change and and that we really want to change and there's always going to be some kind of growth that we go through and it's different for different people even though there are some universal things that happen and you talk about people having their midlife crisis or having different things that come up and it's going to look different for for everybody but everyone goes through growth everyone goes through change everyone can go through transformation so that's the first thing i would say is it's important that we're actually choosing to grow and choosing to evolve and that's where you got to check in with yourself right you got to check in and listen to yourself that's another law of intuition right you got to be willing to like listen to sometimes very subtle messages that come to us and sometimes they're like loud right sometimes we get we get an illness we get in a car wreck we have some we, we uh, our partner says okay i'm not in this anymore and you're like what and, and you weren't ready for that, but the more that, that you can, the more like that you can listen and learn to listen to what's really going on inside of you, then it's much easier sense? to make those Amazing. shifts and changes. And and I've then to go with what you were also saying about also my business, putting things out there to the universe, you know, sometimes it's it also that can really be sometimes very obvious, years, but also very subtle. And, and like sometimes we just have this one, this simple, really subtle kind of resistance really, or like feeling of blockage or belief that we just haven't quite yet flipped that switch on yet. And I think that's, I think there's always a reason for it. I think there's always a growth related reason for it, but there's also, you could say this, it ultimately comes down to a choice as well. 
of yeah. being just able to make those subtle like, shifts. Oh, oh I gosh, am all like about intuition and all my gut. I always go with my so gut and growth is super, super important. That's why I love to teach people and help them grow. And I'm always trying to be educated. You and I are in a coaching program together and there's a ton of stuff in there to learn from. And even they're teaching us how to launch our programs and things like that, but there's so much more to it. The marketing, the sales, the branding, and that all comes from, we can incorporate that into our businesses. So I just knew like it was an expensive, it's an expensive program, but I knew that was the right. And so I'm really nurturing. I'm always about, I think learning is really important. I always go with my gut on that. And I hasn't steered me wrong. Yeah. So if you're thinking about starting a business and you're not sure about it, that's something that, you know, I think that's, especially if you're really nervous, that means something that's great is about to happen. I'm a firm believer about that. Whenever I'm like so scared and so nervous, I feel like, okay, that's probably the right thing I should be doing. So like blowing kind of up and go that direction. Like, oh Absolutely. Gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of ways to listen yeah. to <laughs> yourself, your intuition, your energy. <laughs> but I think really what works. happens so like, often with people is that they don't try to accurately interpret those things. In some cases, people just avoid them, right? Like the they, they numb themselves out and they make choices way. that yeah. really distract them from that. Yeah. I think anytime a person's really willing to tune in, tap in, to listen, Oh my gosh, okay, it's, it so can save you anyone, not only years yeah, of effort, but also thousands to millions of dollars, depending on, my, you know, kind of, of what your, your position is. Everything yeah, is healable, right. anything Whenever is possible. I get that it doesn't fear, I want to work through the fear. Are. So when it I started this program, the show a year ago, I was scared to death. I'm not an in front of the camera kind of girl, I'm a behind the scenes kind of girl. But now I'm excited, I can't wait to get on, it feels natural. It's, you know, when I get, I always know that when I have that fear, I get past that fear. I was like, why did I even think that was a big deal? So I always, now that I'm older, I understand that there's a different feeling on the other side. So that doesn't seem to, I can work through that fear. So that's the beauty of getting older. One of them. Okay. Yeah, yes, exactly. What's more important to business? The mindset or the strategies and tactics? Yes, this is kind of, this gets back into the law of attraction. Action a little bit too because I didn't have a home for my I think ultimately the mindset's more important. Although I teach both, and I think you and a lot of the people who understand, you have to have both. You have to have mindset so that you can be clear, so that you can, like you said, you can keep going even when you're scared or when things are tough, and you have to keep feeding that mindset and yet keep growing it. And, and, and some people, so it's interesting so because I try to use different words because mind you can like, replace mindset with energy. Happen? You can what replace mindset with, with, with like emotional I, intelligence. There's a lot of things you could say that mindset is similar to and that encompasses, right? Because you have to pay attention to your emotions, your thoughts. You got to pay attention to even how your body feels because if your body is, your health starts to degenerate or something then right. so that's, that's something like, to listen to. to and then I think, so So mindset, I feel like, is more important, is like but a profound it is very important to get that strategy and tactic and the it's ones that work that for I you. Because I found working with clients internal. and then also and so working with myself, to too, it's to if you have the right mindset, but you don't have the right strategy, it can be really frustrating because you're gung-ho, you're aligned, you're ready to go, but you're doing things out here that aren't working. And then the other side can be very true, too, as well, where you might Can have you the right strategy, my car but you haven't done that work to really twice, align yourself within. So you got so lots of you, have, you got an excess of fears, you got an excess of doubts, so but you're insecure, happened, right? You're maybe or maybe you're constantly house, fighting with people, and so you're just bumping your bumping heads with people all the time. So I would say mindset's more important, but both are super important to get dialed in. I think for a business to be successful. I talk a lot about mindset. And in I had to my go to my parents with the coaching and also so could be strategy is I'm a strategic event producer, so it's all about the strategy when it comes to events. So I'm doing on all of that. Okay, so what is Dharma Newer and how can a person become one? 
I, my mom no, and I got up and I, I was like, oh my God, there's someone to go downstairs. Yeah. yeah, I actually and came up with that is, word this is the first a few months ago. And, and it was the, maybe the guy, late the, the last year, guy. early this year. I got it was late car. last year. It was just intuitively came to me because that's the people I work with. So Dharma is a Sanskrit word or East Indian. It's from India. Just like you have the word karma, which basically, if you really want to translate, a karma is like our growth, our learning, our indebtedness, things that we haven't yet understood. And that's why they come around to us sometimes people see it as a bad thing like, but karma is actually oh God, a great thing because it helps us understand ourselves like dharma like, dharma is what we've already built it's what we already understand it's what we're already good like, at so, so if you think of strengths finder or you think about your myers-briggs right the things that make you who you are or if you think about your astrology or really anything human design or anything that makes you who you already are and makes you good at something and the things you're like parents are watching this. Hell yes, I, I can do this. Pretty, I'm really like, good at this. My strength zone is here. That's your dharma, right? And you want to, like, you want to really want to get like, rooted in your dharma like, and live from that. If you're going to yeah, have a business, a you want that dharma to be flowing and you want to be focused there. A lot of people, myself included, I've been guilty of this. We can get distracted by trying to strengthen every flaw and get better at things that we don't have any business focusing on. Even though I don't owe on my car, but yeah, yeah, we can turn over to other people like you can pay someone you can, you can partner with someone you can find a way to get let them do that because that's their dharma so to be a dharmapreneur is an entrepreneur who is completely focused in his or her strength zone and his or her higher purpose and is living that completely lots of times where i've made a lot of money and then i had no money right yes like my gosh how did that happen i always i'm just big on delegating how do you get to want to be an expert in facebook Yeah, this is good. And, and again, we're, we're using the, these different laws as like a foundation here. So again, talking about attraction, and this works a little bit different, again, for different people because there's universality, but there's also individuality. And so universally, having a greater focus on money, right? That's one way to do it, where you're thinking positively more about it, you're imagining what you do with that money, the lifestyle you have, the creations, how you can help other people with that money, that, that content piece again. Also, just feeling better about money. Most people, I found, most people in the United States anyway, in the Western world, have these blocks around money because we've it's been ingrained in us. And that might have been from our parentage and our society and our culture growing up, where people around us were either poor and that money was hard or complaining doesn't grow on trees or different all because these what happens is a lot of times thoughts. we're not conscious of those subconscious paradigms yeah there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah a lot of bullshit about money that is just that ingrained really in us and, and one of my business coaches really made this point too which i had noticed so before do, he made the point but i was like wow this, right? if you so look at the movie no titanic and it shows the wealthy people as being unhappy from why because if people are poor but they're really happy which question is always like not to say that you being rich makes you instantly happy but being poor definitely it's doesn't make you instantly happy so why. i think so we much of it is, is getting around these money blocks or transcending it, them or understanding them understanding like, and being oh, able to focus on wealth on abundance on money and allowing it to move into you so i'm a big proponent of whatever you've got to do some cases that's immersing yourself in in books and people who teach about this sort of thing i teach about this i teach people how to release these blocks and to, judge, to, right? to like she's really focus, see money in a way that is whole and, so it's really and powerful and helpful. And then sometimes there's just things inside of us that maybe doesn't even have that. to do with money. Yeah. 
that's I'm keeping the, the money I'm away. Sometimes it's our relationships now, so. that are not so good. Sometimes <laughs> it's say, other it's, areas I, of our life so that we have put today. off. In some cases, it's because so a person's not doing what makes like them happy. I really I am a, a huge believer that when you follow your bliss, money can come in much easier. It might not come in instantly, but it can come in way easier than if you're just like grudgingly and drudgery doing something that just
finding so what, a coach that so works what if for we you, were, a business coach, or a somebody who, who can help you with the strategies, and the tactics, the and, and maybe coach, some of the mindset, the, or maybe um, some of the other areas that you need. Because what, having someone who's like, come before, there's just there's not, you that. can't get much better than that. Having someone who can say, okay, look, this is going to help you more, or I'm going to save you some time here, and being willing to follow some of their advice. Of course, this is someone you hopefully already trust because you've been around them, you've Research them, they, maybe you went like, to some of their events. Someone you can really connect with. Yeah, so but the first thing is what kind of business me you want. Meaning, money, you want an event business, but to relieve stress business. about my business. Do you want to run an epic company where you have 50 employees? And do so you, what kind of events do you want to create? Are you doing weddings? Are you doing big, lavish parties? Are you doing big launches? Are you doing a combination of these things? What do you do? And I think the key is how do you serve. So I think that if you are a, I feel like if you're like a planner, I went to if you're an event planner, that's something that's inside of you. You clearly already have skills, a skill set, a knowledge base, and a desire that is pulling you forward. This is interesting. I feel like I could be really good at this. I really want this. Okay? And so desire is key. When you, desire is, I was willing to Okay, so let me just back up Desire is placed in you by the universe, by God, by source. Okay? It's this in is us. a really funny story so because it's literally like the desire wants to come out and be the time expressed. And I followed and if your desire wants to come out and be expressed and as an event the center, first time by you not I ignoring that, you're basically like talking like, universe. Okay? So am I allowed to say that? You're basically like telling the universe to screw off. And you're basically telling the part of you that has this desire, you're like, no, you can't have that. So now what happens is you're um, more resentful in your, you in your job. You're not as fulfilled. Have, you're you in the wish with of what it could be, but it's not that. That. You You're living in fear. So your vibration so is low. Like, but I just your vibration is actually not at the level of that you're going to attract what you want. What happens is, it's really interesting. Say you're someone who desires an event planning business. You meet Annette. Annette all of a sudden comes into your sphere. It's okay. Wait a second. I think I want this. I think you want to do this, right? And the mindset is all now about the that. universe sent you someone who could show okay you, and you just move teach on you, guide you so, as a possibility yeah, of, oh my right. gosh, this I feel like now that's a great, could be a possibility. So you got to really want it. That's the first thing. you got to really want it. Because you've been there. Get clear on what it is you want it to look and then trust. This is where we work with the invisible. Trust that this was all. You were guided to this. You were guided. It was full secret contracts. You're having all sacred connections because nobody, we came into each other's lives. I feel like that was like a whole secret thing. So meant to be totally. And now we have to trust that our path is going to unfold. Yeah, we so can't sweet. know it before too. we I'm take like, the hey, jump. So we have to make a decision. So here we are, right across the Why do you do that? All these things are in place for us to be able to say, yes, we're afraid. All those fears, natural, normal fears. And so what we really want to do is we want to, this is where God works with machines, right? Universe works with machines. Spirit, whatever you want to call that energy. But it works through fear. You're living in fear by saying no. So right. you'd be living in faith by saying, and you don't go from like. probably so, this, right? You don't go from zero to having fifty employees work under you overnight, and, listen, and so you I've have to have the trust, the faith. Go with your like intuition and the guidance of it all, knowing that it's all going to unfold exactly as it's meant to. The people that are going to guide you, that are going to reveal your next step, is going to come. You must be in that faith and trust. Otherwise, what you're really asking is for a guarantee. I um, how it's like, going to look and it doesn't work. Manifestation doesn't work. It was four days. Now it, it doesn't. Was a big every time we were pretty much that I had, I had no idea how to run that story. But that's the best stories. The worst stories are when everybody learns. I have a business with degree and marketing. I had no clue. Didn't teach me how to run a nightmare story. So I had to get people to come and help me tell stories. Every time that along the way in my business, I didn't even think along the way. And it's always come to me. And it was too bad, but it's always been at a cost because really I want to talk so about just, a year of money. Just, I just, I yeah. super, super money. All right, so, so when it comes down to money, actually every single from. person, when yeah, I do my launches, when I do I, my workshops, I taught a class. There's so many gosh, of them want to be um, in my. In my 
going to my program, but they're now. all afraid of, of the money. They all Dallas, say I don't I have money. And nine times out of ten, it's it not a, the case. A class. It's just that fear of doing it. But every time I've spent money and put it into my business, wonderful things have happened. It's scary but I, it, I always go with my answers. gut. But I, yeah, I think see, it's so it feels like the gut is part of that manifesting okay. thing that goes. Yeah, I, I see if I can but every this in a way single that really time I've done it, it's brought me. I always I try to take a step back and say, okay, this so may not have worked out, but all this other stuff This person wasn't what I thought, but from that person, I found all these other things. You may not see directly when you get it, but say to me, is there's it, so many other is amazing it real? things. Is this cryptocurrency so real? Is it just like electronic and money numbers and, all and stuff? Of that. And I'm like, what yeah. do you think? So money is just are? energy. So if you're you someone who believes everything is energy, cash, and what right? is cash, then money is also with, just energy. And so, and so what happens is we project we no the fears in an automated way of I don't have the money. However, it was once said to me by a mentor. It's based on trust, I think he put it like, if your children needed values so, so say whatever you want to do is like five all money is made up it's and really, you're like i don't have, have a gold like coin curse society I where you're literally <laughs> paid <laughs> silver or right, gold or right? something it's money and is yeah made if your child so needed money, five thousand dollars because you had to save his or her money you can create as much of it as you oh want oh my gosh as much of it as you want i'm so, so sorry people start to recognize and do like thought experiments where they're like my phone went off too when i said maybe i make that's okay no dollars an hour so but then if your children if your child needed something needed you needed to save her or his life you needed to come up with five thousand dollars would you be like sorry it's too expensive if they needed a surgery would you be like that's too expensive you would all of a sudden change your mindset you'd be like how am i getting that five thousand dollars you'd be taking out loans you'd be borrowing you'd be asking people on the street for five dollars just to come up with the five thousand dollars you would take out a credit card you would be like, you would do it's everything and anything to, that you could do things. And to come yeah, up with that the money person can really because go it's that important to you. And so when he said that to me, it changed everything because what I find happens is we don't take ourselves seriously. And the truth is it's not about the money. It's about we're yeah, scared of committing that. to ourselves so because and committing to our dreams. Because if we commit to ourselves and commit to our dreams and we put our money where our mouth is, we then need to show up. And we don't trust ourselves. A lot of us don't trust ourselves enough to show up. It's like, and so you have to be able to do that. So it's never really yourself. about the money. The we say it's about the money, but it's not usually about the money. And the truth is that the money comes in in boatloads if you're open to receiving it, if you feel deserving and worthy. There is a worthiness factor around and your, your standards, right? If you have a standard of living that, that you've always had and you will take a stand for what you desire, what you deserve, what you want, you usually will not go under that level of your standards. You, but you when you've only lived a certain way, and, and or there's sacrifice and compromise too, when you're starting a business, there is hard, it is hard work. You are learning. You're in, you have to be in the growth mindset and be open to being coached and taught and learning and go right a lot. Let me tell you, for the good part of my, my business, I was running my business while I was working full time and being a parent. So it wasn't like I decided to go to coaching school and never had a job again. For a little while, I wouldn't have a job. I'd be doing my business. Then those old paradigms would come in and I'd have to go get another like job to make ends meet while I was running my business. I put in a lot of work and it's, are you willing and are you able, right? I was willing and able because the truth is that I know that I'm living my calling. If for your people, right? If event producing is their calling, it's their passion, it's their soul's purpose, they feel that is like what they are meant to do, then it would be silly to let anything stand in your way, never mind money. It's so true. I did events for so long, 20 years I was in the business before I realized I wasn't, I didn't have that entrepreneurial mind. My parents weren't like that, nine to five, make no money, and they bitch about it every day and they're miserable and they can't travel they can't barely afford anything 
that's what I came want? from. What's and so, of course, that's I was and lucky enough to even when you have go, take a different path. I, I did get my education, which is really important. When I decided to move to New York 21 years ago, before I left Los Angeles, because I'm originally from Michigan and I lived in LA for 17 years and then I'm here now. So before I did that, I knew in my gut that New York was going to be really good for me. I didn't. I knew that I was going to make more money here. I just didn't know. Of course, I'm spending a lot, but LA is not cheap either. But um, I just knew that it was going to be the right thing for me to do. And then when I started my business, the same thing. I didn't really know. I'm smart enough. We're all smart enough to figure it out. You guys figure it out. But when I made that decision to, like, so last year my business is shut down again. I feel like I have to start all over, which is insane. I put all those years into my business and getting it going. But I still kept the networking. We went on to Zoom and I still tried to do what I had to do. But then I decided to spend $18,000, which is like the most people, insane thing when you have your business shut down people, and you decide to spend money because I didn't know. Was I going to be able to have a business? Was so I going to be able to turn this around? But I knew that I had really this coaching program that I had for me. I've been coaching for many years, but I wanted to take it and make it one to many. And so I just knew that's something that I was really going to love and I wanted to do that. And was my if the opportunity was there to do it because I had the time so to focus on it. Yes. But as soon as that started, then everything started picking up, but that's okay. So, but I learned so much from it. It's and that's, I have to tell you, that is like a great point that you're saying, because this is the thing about money. It wants to be circulated. Money does not want to be stagnant. The energy of money. So think about a hose, a garden hose and the water. When you get the kink in the hose and then it trickles out, right? Think about you are the hose and money is the water. If you are holding on to it, holding on to the money because you're afraid I to spend it because you're afraid so you're in scarcity consciousness you are not in wealth consciousness consciousness right if you if the water were to back up and it not be able to go anywhere what's eventually going to happen the pipe is going to burst something's going to happen and now the water's everywhere right it's, and so the key is that there's a money wants yeah, to be circulated. It's, it's, all, I have a, a mentor who is saying like that she has a mentor right? who is saying she always leaves her bank account to zero because it's like the money goes in and it goes out. It comes in, it goes out. It comes in, it goes out. It's not meant to be held and, and to be right. Cause that's fear. It's like the money always comes. Here's yes, you have to spend it. You have to invest in it. You have to, a hundred percent. You cannot make money unless you invest your money. hundred percent. Like I can't sort of say that enough. I spend money like crazy. crazy. And I, and the more I spend, the more I make. Yes. More to me. So we're all in different mindsets about money and I need a whole bunch of money in the bank to feel right or I'm all right. Whatever that looks like. So just know in your business. And I want to say something that you had said about believing in yourself. When you believe in yourself, everybody's going to feel that. Confidence that you put out, everybody is going to feel that. I may have really bad days, and people are like, "Oh my gosh, you the, I would have never known." But it's just you just exuding that confidence. And when I presented, when I first started the business, and I know a lot of the planners in my group, they talk about the they're so nervous every time I coach somebody. They're all nervous about presenting that ten thousand dollar proposal. Right. At the end of the day, you deserve, you you work hard for that money. You're you're, you need to get paid for what you're worth and you need to think about what you're worth. So when you believe in yourself, and now I'm at the point where, and you've made such a good point about that is I take a stand now. And like even this year I've gotten, because look, last year we gave great deals, right? We're in the middle of COVID. We want to keep the business going. All my colleagues, we cut our prices. We did all that. That's not happening. Anymore. And, you have and I literally had, I had a client last year and I, I was very low in fees, 
you're going to miss a lot of I went stuff. back and to my fees and I stuck to my guns and I they could have not hired me back and I literally I think we quadrupled the fee because this is what you have to pay us. This is what and they value that. So that's great. You just have to find the clients that value what you're worth. And so I'm getting so much better about that and it it happens all along your career you guys. It doesn't even if you've just started or you've been in for 20 years or 30 years or whatever that is, it's still there. But when you start to feel like this is what we're worth and this is what you have to pay me or find somebody else, then it really makes a difference. I mean, I feel so proud about that for me to make a stand in what we're worth and the value. And that all seems to, it brings other people to you. hundred percent. That's the thing. And I think you, you said it and I love how you said it and you said it beautifully. And another way to think about when you're like proposing a number, right? So I have high numbers as well. I'm a four and five figure coach. And um, I base the number off of the transformation you're going to receive. So, right? Like you can get someone less expensive. You could get someone more expensive. It's just a matter of like, it, and so it's not about me because you're not investing in me when you do this work. You're investing in yourself. And then you're going to, right? And then when you commit and invest in yourself, that's how, where the transformation begins. And so when you're like create a package and you're having to give a number, it's take yourself out of it. They're giving the money to you. It's that they're investing in themselves and their businesses and the things that they want. And this is the kind of result they want at this level. Ten thousand dollar level. It's, and so it's and so when we take ourselves out of it, it's no longer about us. It's about them. It's all about you. It's you want to have a ten thousand dollar experience. Do you want to have a five thousand dollar experience? Do you want to have a twenty five thousand dollar experience? What kind of experience do you want? Hey, we can make it work. And then so true. And then the other thing that you were saying about just that. The, when you, so I raised my prices all during COVID. So I actually was at a lower rate and I started raising my prices during COVID and I've never been busier. And what happens is we think when we raise our prices, it's going to scare the people off and it will, it'll scare off the people off who only want to pay X amount of dollars. Right. But what exactly what you said is all these new, this flow of new people come in that are like, where have you been all my life? Oh, I want you. And and I want to pay more for you. I want to pay more. It's like, yes, do you have a bigger package? It's yeah, like, no. I'll get back to you. Let me, let me know. <laughs> yes. And so it's not, a, and that's scarcity. I got to keep my prices low because people are, I'm going to lose people. Just like energy, it's like when people come, we just have to be in what we know, how we serve, who we are, and how you serve that confidence. Who are you and how do you want to serve? And right. then that's it, putting the money attached to it. It's so true. Okay, so we did talk about technique. You did mention some techniques like making a list. Is there anything else that you want to touch on? That? You got to do the imagination piece. You got to do the self-image piece, meaning like who you are. So that is like a practice. You need to emotionally be activating in that. So that's a practice. And then you willfully need to keep, because what's going to happen in the beginning when you first start trying to manifest is your mind's going to go back to the old mindset stuff, right? It's, oh, I want that beach house. Oh, I, I'm, how am I ever going to get it? You're going to think, how am I ever going to get it? Oh, that's such a long way off, right? You're going to go right back into what you don't want. We need to, we, that is where the will comes in. We want to practice staying focused on the thing that you want to create and just in the feeling of it. That is how we work from the inside out versus working from the outside in. The how is not your business. That's a really hard one for a lot of people to get. Yeah. Yeah. The how is not your business. It's not your business. <laughs> I love that. And so if someone's trying to do it, they're trying to manifest and they're not getting the results, what are they doing? So the first thing is you're probably they're like, thinking, but wait, they're thinking they're doing something wrong, but are they doing something wrong? So uh, it depends. So if you're like one of those people who I was like this person, I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where, why, where, wh how come it's not here yet? What's, what am I doing? Why isn't it here? You're in doubt. And when you're in doubt, you're in resistance. And when you're in resistance, you're in fear, you're not going to get it. And when you're in fear, you're not going to get it. Guess what? You're not going to get it. And that's why it takes so long. In order to quantum leap, right? That's my specialty is like quantum leaping. When you want to quantum leap your manifestations and your results, you need to nurture the belief. And so you need to be in the law of assumption. You're just assuming it's going to happen. You feel it's going to happen. You see it's going to happen. You nurture that belief. Nurture that belief. You're never going to ask, where is it? Never, ever. 
You're never going to question what's going to come in time. You just know it's going to come. And we, anytime the question of, because it will, your mind will mess with you. It'll be like, where is it? Why is this taking so long? Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I don't deserve this. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. We're going to push that all away. Like we're not, we don't want to focus on that. We want to focus on really nurturing a belief of what we want to create. And you'll notice yourself when you're thinking like this, it's like, it's heavy and dark and hard. But when you go into what I want, all of a sudden it feels like, ha, huh, expansive and fun and exciting, right? And that's where you want to keep pivoting towards. Yeah, that's great, great advice. And how can I change my energy vibration from low to high? Yeah, so what you want to do is you want to transmute any what seemingly negative feelings are or vibrations by welcoming them in to your system, like feeling them, allowing them, and then we want to transmute those into like your power, your purpose, your profit, and then we want to pivot towards, again, the things that we want. We are always refocusing on what we want. But what happens is like we, a lot of us, I feel like, I don't know when it started like the always being positive, always thinking positively, always showing up positive. A lot of times what we've done is we've learned to suppress the negative feelings because we think if we don't feel the negative feelings, we're going to not be in the vibration of manifesting. And it's actually not true. What's true is that we're humans and we have emotions. And sometimes those emotions are negative. We need to honor those, acknowledge them, transmute those, and then we those move out so we can be in the vibration, the higher vibration. When we suppress, then we're in the lower vibration. So we want to transmute those. We'll get ourselves in the higher vibration always by focusing on the thing that we want and what we want to create. That's awesome, awesome. Yes. And how can I manifest more quickly? Yeah, so the more, the 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 faster you believe that you're going to get the thing that you want and that belief, the faster it's going to come. If you can believe it's going to happen, it's only the lack of belief that keeps it from coming. That's so good. Let's end it there. (laughs) That's it. Love it. If there's anything else you want to share, I just adore you and thank you so much. And you're such a great asset to my life. And I'm so glad that you've come into my life. And um, just, I love everything that you teach. If you guys want to check. So why don't you tell everybody how to find you? Let's get them into your Facebook group. Get lots of great motivational things going on. How do we get them? Yeah, thanks. So I, my group is called Sacred Feminine Visionaries. So you can find me on Facebook there. We're actually running a pop-up one-day training called Be a Money Magnet. And so you can come and do that. That's on June 1st. You can register for that if you're interested. I'm on Instagram at Danielle Margraf. And where else am I? I'm on Clubhouse at Manifesting Mama. But yeah, no, we would love to have you. We do everything mindset, manifestation. We talk a lot about money, vibration, frequency, business. So yeah, thank you. And thank you for having me because I didn't realize it was your one year anniversary. I didn't either. I'm so happy that you're the one. Oh my God. One year. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. I love you so much. And I just have to say that when I started this, I was so scared about doing, coming on video. I hate video. I'm a behind the scenes kind of girl, but I thought I need to get in front of people. I need to share all the great knowledge that I've earned over the last 30 years. And, and this was a way to do it. So I started this interview and I I teach this with my planner. So I started this interview show and of course, you know, my industry was falling apart. So I thought, let's just bring people in and give tips on what they need to do right now. And how do we turn our businesses around? And how do we keep our event businesses going? And it came up on my memory this morning on my phone. And I was like, oh, what a perfect day for it. Because I just, I love you. And I just, I love what you teach. And thank I you so much, you. Mara. That's so sweet. No, thank you. Uh, yeah, so it's my one year. So I'm just so excited. We have so many other great people that have been on and more to go. And I, I do it every Thursday at one o'clock. We try to. It depends on holidays or yeah, and I yeah. Just go with the flow with it. I don't put too Love much it. pressure. But I remember when I first started, I would sit. I was just thinking about it today because, like, at five minutes till, I didn't have my light up, and I was like, oh, I need to put the light. I didn't panic. I just put the light up. And I first started. <laughs> I literally was ready for like an hour and a half and I would just sit in front of this <laughs> and I would freak out and I would be like so nervous and I would be fixing my hair like a hundred times. Oh my God. 
it's so funny. So when you do things and you get more used to doing things, and I talk about this all the time, it gets yeah. more comfortable and it's second nature. So don't be afraid. And the one thing that I do want to say about the manifestation is don't give up. Keep going. Oh, don't, don't give, give up. up. You have Look, consistency yeah. is everything and everything. And the, and the universe loves speed. So if you have a desire and it's just do it. Yeah. I agree. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. I love you to pieces. I love you Thank too. Thank you guys so much Thank for joining us. We'll see you next week. Yes. Take care. Bye-bye.